You're listening to Jar Talk. Where the questions come out of a jar. But our answers come straight out of our ass. Let's pop this. Hey, hey. Hey. How are we doing today? What's Good. up, guys? Hello. Good to have you guys here. Thank Listeners, you. Ready to. Glad you tuned in. Yeah, ready. Ready and willing to put my thoughts out on the internet. Excellent. Rumi, you so. look ready? I'm totally <laughs> ready, dude. I got a nice, nice little cerveza to uh calm me down a little bit after yeah. today <laughs> yeah you guys are uh still working boys yes all right so i have um i'm gonna do this little competition i'm the i'm the judge and i'm gonna do a competition between you two Rui and adam and all right. you're gonna you're gonna guess something and okay. whoever's closest gets to do their topic first Ooh, baby. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So here we go. Here's the question. How much does it cost to buy your own monkey? <laughs> so uh, like there are many. Capuchin? Pardon me? Like a capuchin yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm going to need. A, uh, yeah, definitely going to need a species. What kind of, uh, not species. Uh, these are, these are, breed? these are small, like, like pet monkeys that would like fit in your hand. Um, okay. either a marmoset, a, they're called finger monkeys or pocket okay, okay. monkeys. There's websites all over that you can buy them. People sell and buy them as pets for each other. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, Rui, you first, you're going to guess how much it costs for one monkey. $5,000. All right. Adam. Uh, 3,200. Adam's closer without going over if we're using uh, prices right (laughs) what was the number because i really now want to know it's forty four hundred dollars are you kidding me (laughs) you guys were so damn close i'm really surprised you can buy and they ship anywhere in the u.s it's probably Um, not a purebred that's why it's that price it says um (laughs) it says they read they breed common monkeys so maybe that means like yeah, mutts. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know breeding monkeys was a thing. Is that legal? Pro- I don't know. I mean, they I call I don't... dirty finger monkeys on the street <laughs> when they're that price. That's, that's I don't know what, the, what the rules are with uh, with that kind of stuff. Because isn't it weird that there are some animals that it's totally okay? You know, I could sell you my dog, no problem. But if I want to, if I want to sell you like, um, I don't know, a ferret or some kind of, you know, tiger or something, it's different. You gotta go through the proper channels. Right, proper <laughs> proper monkey channels. Go down the right uh, streets in LA, find the vans <laughs> in, the, in the alleys. Just just pick the one that's like moving back and forth and has scratch marks all over it and yeah. is making noise. Well, don't no, don't go in that van. Pick the one that has monkeys in it. Yeah, that's not good. Stay away from that van. <laughs> Joey. Very nice, dude. I'm going to have to uh, awesome. look something up exotic that we could maybe buy, too. Yeah. If we, if we put our funds together. I don't we'll want buy a finger monkey. monkey. I don't want a monkey. That's the worst pet ever. You they're, think so? They're filthy and they're smart. That's the worst combination. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so that means Adam, you get to start 
you get so to pull the, the honors, first, huh? yeah, pull first topic out of the jar for today. Okay, let's see what we got here. Ah, this is a good controversial, controversial one. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Um, can you guys, let's, let's say you're a fan of one or the other. You go to a restaurant, they have the other one. Do you, uh -huh. do you get it or do you go, uh, no, 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 that's all right. I'll, I'll have something else. Um, for me, I don't care. Cola is cola. Sometimes even when I go to restaurants, I just say, uh, when they ask me, what do you want to drink? I just say cola. And they still go, is, is Pepsi okay? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's a cola, so it doesn't really matter. Just give me whichever <laughs> cola you got. Still <laughs> worried that you might freak out. I might, yeah, but if I had to pick one, I always buy Pepsi. But I love McDonald's Coke. Oh. So that's the only type of Coke I will, like go out and get. Yeah. McDonald's Coke, McDonald's. yeah, from the fountain is the best. I don't know why. It, really they good. put more sugar in it or something. It's really good. They um, put a lot of McLove into it. <laughs> now I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> they dip their McLove in, into it. <laughs> uh, Adam, what about you? I know you have a, a feeling about this. Well, I used to be only Pepsi, but I would drink Coke. I mean, I, I so let me start. I, I used to prefer Pepsi, um, only drinking Coke when I went out to restaurants. But um, after being married, my wife is a Coke-aholic. She's probably going to kill me for saying that because she hates when people use that word. But, um, <laughs> um, oh, because it's offensive to real, real alcohol, alcoholism. <laughs> I agree. People who like Coke. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, she, uh, so she, I got basically switched. I am now a, a fan of Coke. I will buy Coke, but I will still drink Pepsi. Um, I know, like my wife, she will say, uh, you know, is Pepsi fine? She'll say, uh, never mind, and she'll go for something else. But uh, me, I just like the the soda soda taste. Yeah, I know. Which I I agree with both of you. When I'm in the mood, um, sometimes I'm in the mood for Coke or Pepsi. Right. I, I want that particular flavor. I will have both, like Rui. I will take whatever they have on the menu, as mm -hmm. long as it's a dark cola flavor. I think I'm fine with that. When Rui says um, cola, I think they're just so used to people saying Coke as a right. general right. name for you know. Like I think Q -tips. so too, but that's it's why a, I just went with the straight cola. The cola yeah. is what it is. But I, I think cola, the word cola, is not used as much maybe it's like a different um there's different regional dialects that people use you know they call it pop or they call it a soft drink or uh, soda pop um like i had a friend from chicago and um he would say pop um <laughs> and i would laugh at would laugh at him and then he, when i would say coke he would laugh at me because it just sounds weird to the ear for us so you're oh, saying so that if they're in a restaurant and they say oh I'll just get a pop they know it's coca-cola yeah, the um the the rest the waitress or the waiter would know that that just means bring them the normal Coke. Coke. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. I would want to think that if you said pop it'd be anything fizzy. Oh, that's, that that could be. Yeah, that could be. Um any any kind of bubbly soft drink. drink pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I, what do they call it in uh Portugal, Rui? Do they have a name for it? Uh umpuit? I think it's umpuit. Oh, wow. And it, it's like this little um, fizzy soda, like they drop off crates 
with the fizzy drink in it, like it's like orange soda, and you drink them, and then you collect the bottles, and then you give it back to them. They'll come and pick it up, and they give you a new case. Wow. Oh, and they probably refill them. Yeah, correct. That's why they want the bottles back. Interesting. They, they probably have a. Uh, they probably have Coke, Coca Cola in Portugal. Oh probably yeah, no, they do. Different than America too, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, in in um, like in Spanish, you say Coca. And that cool. just means that just means a Coca Cola. Um, but don't they regionally taste different too? Like if you go to the, the oh yeah, Coke, you can try one from Japan, and it's like yep. really sweet or something like that. It's just, I didn't notice any difference with the regular Coke in Japan. Um, it didn't taste that crazy different. They have that. They have other flavors. You know, they have like melon flavor, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And ap apple flavored sodas um, that we're not we don't really have around here, but. Um, they in a lot of restaurants in Japan, um, they would you would buy a, a beverage bar with your meal so that you could just walk up to the, the fountain and use it. Um, they would just call it a drink bar where you hmm. say, I'll, I just have the drink bar. And then you get a glass and you can fill it with whatever is at the drink bar, coffee, tea, anything. Oh, that would be cool. like, yeah, like at a Denny's that they would have that. They have a restaurant out there called Jonathan's and it's like a Denny's. And they, you just say, uh, "I'll have the drink bar," and that they give you that's really cool because you can just. What do they serve at Johnny's? Um, oh, really normal stuff, and then really weird Japanese stuff at the I same time. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. So, yeah. <laughs> so for so for example, you can get like fish. You know, you can get like, um, you know, Sushi? no, it's more like home style cooking Japanese food. You know, rice and fish and vegetables. Oh, okay. Um, but then they also have like spaghetti with um, crab and shrimp on top of it, Ooh, which okay is really good. Um, Definitely okay with that. A, a big thing out there is um, they love corn, anything with corn in it. So yeah. spaghetti with corn niblets on top. Pizza has corn on it. <laughs> oh, my um, God. I got to move to Japan. <laughs> corn chowder. Um, oh, yeah. They love, they love that stuff. Where Where is it that they don't put ice in their drink europe oh. why it's they'll give you like a cube and anything <laughs> just like, one because <laughs> and, and if you put more than that they instantly know you're an american ah well i do it, remember paying for uh packets of ketchup yes um, correct they, at, yeah. a, at a pub um you, they didn't give you because they, they think they had like malt vinegar on the table for your fries for your chips mm -hmm. um and mayonnaise but if you want ketchup, <laughs> you have to ask for that. Yeah, um, it's the same way in Portugal too. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they call them chips out there. That's so. That's so. Right that's so funny. now, Rui, hmm. Portugal is uh, on the border with Spain. Correct. How close is it to being in Spain? How much of a close country is it? Country in, culturally. Yeah, yourself? culturally. Yeah, culturally. I would say so. Um, we both have bullfights. Um, we're both. Uh, the businesses are open a little later. They don't open so early. Um, what yeah. else? I didn't know that. Interesting. They have a lot of festivals, just like we do, traditions. Um, I know that sometimes uh, restaurants will open for lunch, close, and then reopen for dinner late. And oh, yeah. half the time, it's their house. So they live at the top, and they'll come back down for the re to work at the restaurant. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Is it... Um... Why do they have 
this is sounds so stupid, but why do they have a totally different language? Why don't they just speak Spanish? Why do they speak Portuguese? You know what? That's not. A, I I don't have the answer for that. I can ask my dad. Door. My dad's really good with history. It, well, it's a Latin based, but I know that the Portuguese derive from the Moors, so maybe there was something there. I'd have to do some research. Yeah, I, I don't I'd know. Never looked they into wanted, it. They want to separate themselves somehow from. Somehow, uh, we do have similar words, but not all the words are similar. Um, so if I spoke Spanish to you, you could probably pick up like half of them. Correct. Out correct. of the conversation. Because they're both Latin-based languages, just right. like uh, French, German. They all have a Latin yeah. base. They're just Italian is also a Latin. Correct. Base. Correct. So and... you can make out certain things, but it doesn't mean that you could understand. Like I could probably never understood understand somebody from Germany. But I could probably hear little things and be like, were you talking about this? And maybe be close, but yeah, I've never really tried. I've only right. heard a couple of things and been like, yeah, well, I, I did also study it for a little bit. So right. it might just be me picking up from when I was studying. True. Like um, uh, English language, we, we steal from every possible. Um, we steal from Germanic languages and we steal from everything. So, you know, you're going to hear someone say something. Um, and it's obviously sounds like it was invented in Germany, but mm. we all we all say it and we all know it, not even knowing that it's a it's a German word that was used and stolen here or a French word that we all say here. Yeah, like um, in Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Oh, that's right. But they're the best way I can explain it is if Portugal was like England and Brazil was like America. So the that accent is different. Yep. yep. So sometimes when I speak to people from Brazil, it can be a little bit hard to understand because of the their version of their accent. Okay. And the, so they have the slang. Language. They have slang as well. That's probably different. So correct uh, from you know, South America and all yeah, the yeah. you know Spanish speaking countries from nearby. I think right. influence that too. Right. Same with like Spain and Mexico. Correct. Um, you know, having learning, you know, when we're in high school and we learn classical Spanish, it's it's really, really close to what someone would speak who lived in Mexico and came here. But mm -hmm. it's still going to have a few a few slight um, changes to it or, um, you know, grammar changes. Well, it's just like uh, people from California and people from Boston. You know, you draw, you know, yep. that yep. was it called walked. Yeah. Where, we don't talk like that in California. Where's your car yeah. park? You know, so <laughs> yeah, it kind of it, it's kind of the best way to explain it. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I actually got to go to um, Boston uh, for the first time this year and um, went to Harvard and um, I found a, a car parked in Harvard Yard. Uh -huh. and I, I took the, I took a picture of it. It's it <laughs> like parked inside the gate where it said like Harvard Yard. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's true. There are cars parked in Harvard Yard. That's why they say it. <laughs> I love accents. I took many courses in college about, um, you know, learning how to do accents. I, I love um, mimicking them and hearing other people. When I meet someone, I want them to just talk. Just tell me, just say words so I can listen. hear. I just yeah. want to listen. Um, and uh, it's always been, it's it's kind of weird because it's when, when people like came from England to America, 
they had a certain accent and then it uh-huh. slowly spread and changed and other influences came in and you know chicago had more of like an irish you know influence mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. italian and all those things mixed up and makes makes these unique um regional dialects even even the uk every little place has That's its different. own yeah. yeah has its own slang and they can uh, tell like when they talk to people it's like oh, they yeah. know the county that they're from yeah. they're like oh you're from that exactly. county exactly. i can hear it in no. your accent it's yep. just like in in portugal people say that um people from São miguel sound different from people from the continent of portugal uh-huh and uh i I've, i can hear it but it's not too crazy but yes i can hear a little difference right i don't know some of them are more obvious like if i I don't think we have accents, but I'm sure we do. You know, being from California, yeah. pe- people can automatically hear that. Um, but some are more pronounced, like Boston or Chicago or, you know, Texas or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, do you speak any other languages? No. Um, Did you study any? In high school, Spanish, but that's oh, it. Okay. I, um, yeah. I used all- to be really, really good. When I was younger, we had a live-in nanny for a while. Um and she would teach me Spanish. And oh, I was, Preston. Tell us more, Preston. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, on the marble floors. We... He would say, Master Preston, you, you need to clean your room. Ma- Maria, I am, I am four years old. I will <laughs> not clean this room. Sounds Please, like... leave me Why be. Like he's from Transylvania. <laughs> get on the 405 and get out of here. Oh, my God. That was the best <laughs> SNL skit ever. That's all we talk about is freeways. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It is so you, true. Yeah, you know someone from California. Also, we say Olive Garden a lot. <laughs> <We say. laughs> That's how you know someone. Oh, I went to Olive Garden. And it's okay. I got it. <laughs> Jerry, I like your uh, impersonation of uh, Rui's dad. It's very Italian. Because <laughs> I always, know Rui, we got to come down for Christmas. I think of him like he owns a butcher shop, like in the, <laughs> you know, in the the projects of old Italy town. And my dad looks like like an old school mobster, dude. <laughs> Actually, that's true. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. He's he's like from Goodfellas, and you're you're Henry Hill, and. Uh, <laughs> My whole life, I wanted to be a gangster. Oh, and your dude. dad yells at you from the top window, like, Do you got to bring us some provolone before you come home? <laughs> Don't forget to pick up the groceries. <laughs> All right, Dad, I hear you. I'll do it later. We're going to write him saying, that is not a, a Portuguese accent. <laughs> no, it's not, even, it's not any accent. It's just stupid foreign nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to save you guys the trouble. We know. We're just being... My uh, grandpa was um born and raised in louisiana um so he he has a really thick bayou cajun accent (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was really fascinating to listen to him and the the slang that he would use um and he would talk about stories of him like living on a farm next to a swamp in louisiana and and like um you know he's old enough to have uh be be in the time when they had, you know, work, you know, workers that would come work at the farm. Um, and there was a, there was like animals on the farm and a bull chased him one time. 
Like, it's a so total different world than, right. like, Crazy. my grandpa I live in Irvine. I don't know what you're talking about. This means nothing to me. <laughs> uh, Joey, the bulls used to come and chase me around when I was on the field. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's more like, um, we go down here, and uh, we, uh-huh. we're living yep. on that, you, that kind of, you're like, you understand every third word that he says. Like <laughs> from King says, of the Hill. He doesn't really talk like that, but um, <laughs> he he does have um, that that old attitude, sitting on a rocking chair with a pipe kind of yeah. kind of thing. The Pirates that's, of the Caribbean. That sounds like how I want to retire. <laughs> like yeah, on on the bayou with fireflies around you and mm. boats go mm. by, tourists mm. and then <laughs> eat, eat some, some gator, some gator, <laughs> crawfish, some gator. Yeah. eat some crawl down here, home. It's up now here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite accent that you just love listening to? Christopher Walken. <laughs> That's, That's not an accent? Kind of accent. Let's, well, you know, it can be. Let's all do our Christopher Walken impression. Oh, I got to prepare. Okay, pick something that you're sitting next to and read it in, <laughs> in his. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to read this. Um, these ingredients of this bubble gum. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Ingredients. Sugar dextrose conserve gum base. Arabic <laughs> tapioca. That's me. <laughs> Let me see what I can do. Okay. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcohol beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of both defects. That's really good. <laughs> because. Because. All, right, all I have is a um, Aladdin cup from Burger King back in the day. Okay. And on the back, it gives a little synopsis of the movie. Perfect. Uh, <clears throat> it's the magic carpet ride of a lifetime as Aladdin with his pet monkey, Abu, takes to the streets of Agrabah for survival, <laughs> fun, and adventure. <laughs> Terrible. Win, Adam wins. Come on. Come on. This is so funny. <laughs> I would see this movie now just if Christopher Walken would read the synopsis. He right, and he wish, said, um, I wish Christopher yeah. Walken was the genie now. <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> We'll you get three uh, wishes. <laughs> the movie would be like nine hours long. Yeah. Taking him <laughs> oh, man. That's good. That's, that was great. That was great. Good. good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Have you ever seen The Rundown with The Rock and Christopher Walken? No. Okay. Watch that movie, and Christopher Walken just keeps doing his lines just like that. <laughs> and I adore it. Every time he comes on, I'm like, oh, and he does like metaphors for everything. So they came into my kitchen and put their hands inside and took something of mine that I cannot have. And I just love it because he just keeps going with all these metaphors that make just they're god awful, but they're so good. Well, you guys know why he talks like that? No. So when he when he was a young actor, um, 
he would take his, let's say he had a monologue that he was going to perform, he would remove all the punctuation. For that was his his idea to help to help just himself. Like how I write my emails. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that's why he has this weird like inflection because he's not inflecting words that we're used to doing in a sentence. So he would just let it run through, like I just did there, and you don't know when the sentence is going to end. <laughs> he just picks different times that we're not used to. How weird. <laughs> You know who else has a, a really good voice that I love listening to is um, John Malkovich. Oh, yeah. That uh, was the one I wish I could imitate. Yeah. That voice is, yeah, really unique. Um, meeting, meeting John Malkovich movie. And, um, yeah, it just has this nice, uh, I, I can't even attempt to. I can't either. But you know, I, I do love his voice. I like um, yeah. Australian accents the best. Oh, now, Hugh Jackman's. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you like Australian accents like, um, like Chris Hemsworth, Cro like Crocodile Hunter, or like, you know, because there's different. There's you, right. you know, Crocodile Hunter's really high and fun and energetic, and then Hugh Jackman is really like, he he's very. Uh, I'm only gonna slide these words really low down here, and I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not going to open my mouth very wide. You know, it's. <laughs> I feel like him and Chris Helmsworth are like spot on. They almost sound identical. Yeah, they do. They do. They have that. Maybe they're from the same town maybe. or something. Here, I'm going to look it up. You guys keep going. I'm going to look this up because now I'm interested. Because I, uh, I like yeah, them both. I, have to be I like both sounds. Both. One. Right. Um, there's this commercial. I don't know if you've been watching YouTube. It comes on. It says. Do you want to be a professional drawer? And Mike, <laughs> I friggin' hate that guy. I hate that that particular Australian accent because it sounds so uh, like like he's he's like a douche. I want to punch that Australian guy. He sounds like a guy that comes over to America. Like I'm from Australia, and I can be loud and drink a lot, and oh, oggy oggy oggy, all that kind of crap. Kind of guy. Oi oi oi! Yeah, that oh, God, that kind of annoying. You know what? I went to go see Hugh Jackman, and he said, if anybody here is from Australia or knows anything about Australia, he did that. The Go ahead and do that part. Oogie, oogie, oogie. Oi, oi, oi. Like the whole, like, I want to say half the crowd did it. Uh -huh. So they like only half of them knew what to say. And I feel like it's like a soccer thing, too. No, I thought everyone knew that. It's, no. Uh, I that, really. Like I said, half, it was only half the stadium. Wow. Okay. I guess we're more cultured than um, most people. But <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I know that from British TV, like from uh, from because they watch soccer, of course. So like from The yeah. Office, the British version of The Office, they say that. So Hugh Jackman is born in Sydney, and Chris Helmsworth was born in Melbourne. Mm, those are those are different. Those yep. are different. Uh, really, yeah, like Jovi? different places. Well, no, I mean, I mean they're. <laughs> one directly east. One has an M, and the other one is uh, directly south. The very like the bottom of Australia, hmm. facing well, towards Tasmania. Well, it's it's from um, right England. Like they put their their criminals there. Is that how? Right. That's like the myth around it. So it's know, kind man. of like 
it would be equivalent to um, the rednecks of England. As I always looked at it, like they, they sound a little more sloppy in their speech because they're they don't care as much about sounding proper proper English. What is proper? You know, if you guys what, what say these three words, um, rise, R-I-S-E, up, lights, it sounds like you're saying razor blades in Australian. Rise Wait, say it lights. again? If you rise say, your lights? No, rise up, lights. Rise up, lights. Yeah, so say it fast. Rise up, lights. I don't think you're saying razor blades in Australian. <laughs> rise up, say lights. Say uh, now I'm yeah. hearing it. And try this one. Say um my my cocaine. Cocaine. My cocaine. But my sounds, cocaine. That's how Michael Kane says his own name. Mark cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Cool. Michael Kane. <laughs> Don't touch Michael Kane. I'll touch Michael <laughs> Bruce. I will, Bruce. I will will not have another. Bruce Wayne, touch Michael Caine. <laughs> because I've put it in nice lines and you've messed it up once again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> Stop from the ribs. You know, Alfred, I'm not out there just wearing hockey pants. I'm working hard. <laughs> and, hey, Mr. Wayne, I, how, can you do Morgan Freeman? Miss, I was expecting Adam, you. you. You do Morgan Freeman. Do your best version. Um, <laughs> it's it's called it's called skyhook. It was used by the navy to. Re- I it's that just sounds like a cowboy. <laughs> it, it sounds like a cowboy. I don't even know how Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Like God. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. God. Oh, I'm Morgan Freeman. And... <laughs> That's a deep. His, I designed deep... this program in order to hear things through walls. <laughs> yeah. His his name was Andy Dufresne. He, <laughs> It is his first day in Shawshank, and he's my <laughs> No, that's terrible. Yeah. That it's actually hard. wasn't too bad. That's just that's just me copying a, a line from a movie. It's not really... <laughs> it you know, sounded good. It did sound it good. Looked good. Uh, the other one I loved doing was um, Sling Blade, the Billy Bob Thornton movie. That mm. character... Oh, man, I love that movie. I mean, it's, some people think it's kind of mediocre, but... Um, anytime you can bust out, um, mm-hmm, get some French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I reckon I picked up a sling blade and I, I put it in, slammed him in his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I reckon I did. <laughs> that was pretty good. Right here. You got a topic, Joey? Yeah. yeah, Joey, let's see what you got. Okay. My topic. Let's see. Can you cook? Yep. Nope. <laughs> so it's actually my um, what would I say? My release. My uh, the thing I love to do in order, like when I'm really stressed out. It's the one thing I love doing. That is true. So, Every time we go to Rui's house, um, he's always cooking something for us, and it's and it's it's not like oh here's some stir fry. It's like he goes and does like a lot of stuff. Now is that, is that like a Portugal thing, or is that just how you were raised? The Portuguese are very ho- like very much about hosting. So I think it is in our culture. We we very much whenever we have company, we want to go all out. We want to yeah. We want to make them feel appreciated for coming to us, hmm. and That's that it. we appreciate their company, 
and we we definitely want to also leave an impression. We don't want you to think like, oh, anything negative. We want only positive impressions left on you. Yeah, right. I remember your dad offering me an espresso uh, when I went over there, and I'm like, huh, no one's ever asked me that before, but yes, I will it's take a, one. It's a common thing in Pol uh, Portuguese culture to, after eating, to have coffee or an espresso. I, hmm. I love it. A lot of people, that it's three times a day. It's one in the morning. <laughs> one at, what? Uh, one with, yep, one on your break, like a lunch, a little kick-me-up, and then one before you go to bed. Mm. That no wonder you drink Monster Energies. It's in your, <laughs> it's in your blood to just not you be know, affected by caffeine. I have an espresso machine. I don't use it very often. See, it was I had asked for it for my wedding for my dad. It's a, it's a thing that he. It's also how do I explain this? As a kid, when he ha when he hosted, I always wanted to make the coffee because he made it for so many people that I always sat by his side, watched his technique. I mean, the guy would put the cups on top of the espresso machine with a towel, turn it on two hours before um, serving it so that the heat on top would heat up the cups. Yeah, so the cups so you don't, would be hot. Yep, don't put it in a and cold cup. And then insides yeah. would all be warm and hot already, preheated. So when you made the coffee, it was extra hot, extra foamy. Um, that little creme that they call on top of the espresso always had to be on point. If I ever made one, that didn't look good, my dad would say, no, 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 you can't serve it like that. You need to go throw it away and we make another one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is very so, much so particular. structured. Well, he he's the one who's instilled structure in me to always have structure. With structure comes stability. So that was always his thing. You know, be on time, be punctual. Um, my mom was the one who taught me that if I touch something, give it all or don't touch it at all. That's always right. was her philosophy. If you're going to do it, know that this is a representation of you. So even if from beginning to end, the smallest thing from throwing something in the trash, I mean, if you miss, that's a re representation of you. You left it on the floor. You should have picked it up and put it back in. Wow. So, I mean, every mom was very much very detail oriented. And I'm, I feel like I am the same way. Sometimes to, the, to, uh, to a falter, like I... Yeah. I need people's help, but then I don't ask because it won't be exactly how I envision it. So I don't want help. Yeah. And it's a hindering. It's something I wish I could let go more of and just say, it's okay. It doesn't need to be a hundred percent perfect. It needs to be 90 to a hundred. Now that's do you, okay. is that in every aspect of your life or are there things where you're a little reckless? Um, here and there, I, I, I try to do everything, um, to 100%, but if I do miss, I do take that weight on my shoulders as I should have done better. Like, I'm willing to accept the losses and know that the I need to learn from them to get wins. Very good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say I can – I just eat Pop-Tarts all the time. I mean, that was <laughs> such a much Couple better answer. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Well, I still love Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We'll come over to Joey's house, get some Pop-Tarts. Yep. Um, I, I don't cook. I, I mess things up anytime I try to get in the kitchen, but, um, I mean, I can do s certain things, but my wife is really the one that, that, uh, that really does the, the cooking and work. It's, it's, you know, it's definitely delicious. It's down to like exact ingredients and, and everything. And it's really, really dang good. So I'm not really complaining. Um, 
But if I live by myself, it would be, you know, it'd be fast food or uh, <laughs> microwavable meals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm more I, of a yeah. baker. I like to bake. Like, I would rather, you know, you and your sister. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's my thing. Can you, can you, oh, but are you good at following the directions to the, to the T? Um, like sometimes you have to, or it's really going to change. Like if you're making with, cookies and you change right. the amount of butter, you know, it really affects it. Baking is a science. Like it has to be perfect. or it doesn't Yeah. Come out right. And you have to keep trying. It's not going to come out like stir fry is going to come out good regardless <laughs> of what you do. Yeah, I mean, I, it might it might be a little more, you know, it might be a little salty or oily or a little, you know, but a cake, it's it's either good or bad, I think. Correct. <laughs> it's either moist it or dry. Cake, though? What's yeah, that? Yeah, if it's super dry, yeah. <laughs> dry cake. Yuck. I, oh, yeah, because my mom, my mom and I, um, almost every year have baked cookies together for Christmas, mm -hmm. and then give them to our neighbors, kind of a thing. Well, that's nice. Um, it's really fun. I enjoy doing it with her. Um, but we've we kind of honed our recipes because every year we try like, OK, I'm going to do we're going to do powdered sugar instead of granulated sugar in the sugar cookies and see if that makes a difference. Ooh. Or we're going to test a couple different kinds of gingerbread or we're going to make fudge. But this time we're going to do it this way. Um, they're kind of uh, willing to make it make it better every time. Um, so I, I come from a background where my mom and dad cook all the time. They're really, really good. They taught me a lot. I cooked with them in the kitchen all the time. Always went grocery shopping with my mom and always cooked with her. Um, my brother is a chef. He's been a chef for wow. 20 years, um, oh, wow. in, in maybe five different restaurants, um, went to culinary nice. school. He's, he's really, really good. Um, but when I got my own place, I hate cooking. I do, I do not <laughs> want to do it. I hate every second of it. I hate the cleanup. I hate the prep. I hate the mess yes. it makes. I think it's now, not ask, worth it at all. Let me ask you this, Joey. But if somebody comes over and you start to cook, do you love it then? Or yeah, is it would, just no, cook that's for fine. yourself that you hate? Yeah, I would love to cook for someone. That's fine with me. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I would, I totally would make, um, something for somebody, uh, that's, that's enjoyable, but for myself, yeah, it's a waste of my energy. It's a waste I of time. Um, you know, you trying want to, to see the satisfaction also of the person enjoying the food and you already know what you can do. So it's like, why extend yourself that far? Yes. Cause I know just for yeah, you, no one exactly. will, no one will get a piece of this greatness. So it's like, oh, why am I going to. Yeah, put that much effort. If yep. somebody could enjoy this with me, then I'd be like, yes, I'm putting everything on the line for them. I want them to understand I can cook. Yeah, it's more about impressing them rather than anything for me. Um, so, for example, I can make a bunch of different things if I wanted to. I just, I'm, I mean, three ingredients is the most I ever want to do. And, yeah. some, <laughs> and I don't, I have really weird eating habits. Like, I don't eat you know, meals, because you guys have structured family life, and uh -huh. I have, like, the bachelor life, so I eat whenever I want to, uh -huh. at any time I want to, and I don't eat anything in any kind of, with rules, so I might just eat and rice. And nobody's gonna tell me anything exactly. else other than that! <laughs> exactly. 
I, I'll eat like, okay, now I want some cheese, so I eat cheese. And then later, okay, now I'm going to eat this. I don't like make a meal that has like, you know, three ingredients, you know, rice and vegetables and salmon on a plate. Like what? Just eat them when you want to eat them. I don't, I don't have to make, I don't have to make a plate for myself. I'm not like, I think that's like a tradition that people hold that, okay, it's dinner time. It needs to look like this. No, you just eat what you want. Let me ask this. Let's ask two questions here in this one. First off, favorite cookie. And second, if you had to cook, what would be your go-to dish that you know you can execute and it will be good? Yep, yep, yep. So for me, it's plain sugar cookies. Homemade okay. sugar cookies um, are the best. Um, that's your and favorite. Then, that's my favorite, yeah. And then, Adam, your favorite cookie? Yeah. Uh, it has to be a soft chocolate chip cookie. Really? That's, that's good, yeah. too. But French hot cookies to be hot. Yes, I prefer them hot, but I would also um, take them cold. I'll take them cold as long <laughs> as they're soft. Yeah, mine would have to be soft snickerdoodles. Oh yeah, love Man. snickerdoodles. The problem with snickerdoodles is, is you keep eating them and they make you sick. I, I've just gotten sick so many times off of eating. Like <laughs> I've never know. eaten that many. But oh man, I go crazy. I kind of want to. I kind of want to get sick on Snickerdoodles. <laughs> Where is that name from? Why is it Snickerdoodle? I, I think it's just silly. It's a silly I'm, name. Let's look it up. Where did it come from? There's no then, Snickers in there at all. Joey, what? what's your go-to make dish? I can make chicken piccata. So oh, that's a good one. It's, Pretty easy, and it's really good. Lemon and capers and butter. Uh, you know, you press the chicken breast so it's kind of kind of flat um, with pot on top of on top of like an angel hair pasta or a spaghetti. Um, that's that's really that's that's probably my best. I could probably cook um, pretty much anything with instructions, but um, yeah. The only thing I know how to do at the top of my head is, and this just sounds so simple, but is a uh, cheese enchiladas. I mean, that is for me. I first of all, you guys, it's your know, favorite. That's, that's my no, idea. you know, absolute favorite. But if you can, if you can do that, just like you know, you know, like go to the store, you know what ingredients are needed to make that thing. I think that's that's uh, commendable. I know it's easy. You're like, okay, cheese, red uh, red sauce, and you know, tortillas, yeah, and onions, but um oh man they are they are so good homemade um so yeah i could i could do that but i have made stuff um you know following you know i we we used to do uh hello fresh which is super easy oh yeah they would deliver it to you so they would have all the ingredients for you in these little you know packets and stuff and you would follow the instructions and make some delicious dinners um how much did that cost it was fairly it's fairly expensive um you can find deals like, you know, you, get, you pay for three dinners and you get three free. Um, and you can get them for two people or four. Um, back when our family was just the three of us, we, we did two. Um, yeah. And it was, I want to say we got six dinners probably for $49 or $39, somewhere, some, some kind of special. That's, that's actually pretty good. It's It, it wasn't it's bad. Okay. Yeah. They ship it to you, you know, in a... Um, with ice packs and stuff. And so when you're done with it, you oh, okay. set it out on your, your porch and, the, and then they pick it up. Oh. But, um, it was, and everything is pre-measured in the bag. Yes, you just everything it. is exactly, exactly. So it's huh. all um, 
uh, frozen in the little sections. You know, you just put it in your freezer, and then um, you can do dinners. Um, they have a bunch of them now. Um, Blue Apron is another one that yeah. they have out there. Yeah, my um, sister uses Blue Apron. Yeah, I think it's it's okay, you know, um, to, if you don't want to go shopping. And like Joey said, you don't want to, like, take time to prep everything. Everything's pretty much already prepped. All you got to right. do is start start cooking the stuff. Well, let me let me explain. I don't have a kitchen. I live in an, a studio apartment, <laughs> but it's even smaller than a, a normal studio apartment. I have what's called a kitchenette. So it's, oh, just, okay. it's just a sink um, with no counter space. Oh, and then wow. I have I have like a table that sticks out of the wall, um, <laughs> and that's it. No no stove, no dishwasher. Um, I have a microwave, um, but so I have like a hot plate and I have like an air fryer um, to cook to bake oh, in. And fryer, to, huh? they're they're excellent. They're really really cool. Um, hey guys, I want to I want to get one. Check this out. Snickerdoodle came from a a broken. Um, basically, somebody broke up the name from Germany of. Schneckenduden. <laughs> you watch your mouth. <laughs> Schneckenduden. What did that mean? It it was basically, it means snail dumpling, and that's snickerdoodle, which was broken down to snickerdoodle afterwards. Snail. You guys want some snail dumplings? No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds so good. <laughs> mm. We crush it. We crush a snail, and we put it with some cinnamon. No, no, I know. That's what they rub over the cookie, and then put the sugar and cinnamon on top to make it stick. Terrible. Yeah, the goo, the goo yeah. from a slug. Gross. Ugh. All right, gentlemen, that was fascinating. Always a pleasure to learn more about you guys. Yeah, all the time. Good all topics time. this time. Rui, so, thank you really for like diving these. into some of your heritage. Yeah, for sure. I mean. I hope it's all accurate. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, there's people that are checking the facts right now. No, he, that's not right. right he's, yeah. even, he's saying it wrong. That is not how you say it. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden the paper just slides. F. <laughs> right. Dang it. Right. I really oh. dropped the ball on this one. Portuguese history. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. uh, Joey, Thank- when do the uh, new episodes come out? So episodes come out every Monday. Um, and I will uh, remind people on Facebook our Twitter, our Instagram, that will remind you that a new episode is up. Um, you can also just subscribe on anchor.fm at Jar Talk. Um, you can hit the button to subscribe to the feed. Um, you can do that on Spotify and iTunes, so it'll let you know when a new episode pops. Um, but I'll, I'll remind you as well, and it's every Monday. Remember, right. guys, go to the, our social media and give us some topics you guys would like us to talk about. Absolutely. We look forward to that. All right. Until next time. Later. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Jar Talk. I'm Joey. I'm Adam. I'm Rui. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram under jartalk underscore podcast or just email us at jartalk.podcast at gmail.com. If we like the topics you send us, we'll talk about them. If we don't, we'll throw it in the trash. Let's close this b-